Hey everybody, it's Maddie. Welcome to the Dear Maddie Show. We are doing something a little different this week. This is a throwback episode. You know how they used to do in those sitcoms in the 80s when they would just sit around and talk about things and then show clips? Well, I'm not that fancy, so I'm not going to do that. But I am going to do a throwback episode, probably one of, if not my most popular episodes. And this is with the incomparable, the wonderful, the bitchy but we love her jake anthony and this show is you know as you know jake is one of my longtime friends we do the show caber gay together we we which is basically us singing in wigs as jake says it's a celebration of all things homosexual with wigs and we give the money to charity for that but we also jake and i i'm planning the throwback episode this week because jake and i have on a new little venture together and we are host on a new app that's launching this week called BidChat. And that's spelled B-I-D as in David, chat. So like you're bidding for money. And that's kind of what the app is. It's basically people, I don't know why they would, but people buy you know money and they, Jake and I do a weekly show and they bid to actually talk to us. And Jake and I are doing a show called Shit You Won't Ask Your Parents. And it's like Dear Maddie where it's an advice show. We're going to dish out some Southern advice, but people can bid to basically Skype in and they'll be on video and they can talk to us and ask us a question. And part of what's cool about it, because, you know, making money and all that's great too, but also BitChat, it's vetted 40 charities and nonprofits. And so then we choose the money that people donate. A portion of that will go to charities. So that's awesome. So anyway, we're doing the launch. It's on Wednesday, September 7th. They're going to be doing launch. We're doing our show starting at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. It's the whole cast of Teen Wolf is also doing this, which means Jake and I are going to be the oldest bitches there. But that's fine. So we're happy to do it, and we're excited. We're doing three days this week. We're doing a show on Wednesday at 6.30, a show on Thursday at 6.30, and now we're doing a Friday show. I don't remember what time, so you can tune into BidChat. To get more information about that, I'll have the link in the show notes, but you can download the BidChat app, or you can go to www.bidchat.com. You can sign up. It's just basically kind of like YouTube meets Skype meets Periscope. It's really cool. It's really cool, and I like how interactive it is. And I honestly think it could take like Dear Maddie and that kind of stuff to another level because I can talk to you in person, and that would be wonderfully amazing. So enjoy this throwback episode. Hopefully it gets you a little excited about things to come. So be sure to find us on BitChat. And I have to say I love the way this episode starts with Jake Basically bitching about how low budget my show is. Ah, poodle. Enjoy. I may say something like that. No, we can't. We can't mess with your levels. I'm really not happy with them. But <laughs> no one I else. Guess, no one else on this podcast has requested their levels. Can, I've had professional can, actors, people that I do guess radio. we can start if it's going to be low budget. So, well. It's a podcast, everybody. Um, hey, everybody. I'm, I'm Matt Marr. We're recording. We're recording. Okay, please. sure. Um, I no mean, theme music? No. We, I put the theme music in later. I'm glad you're already directing the goddamn show. Okay. Um, hey, everybody. I'm here with Matt It's not the Rocky theme. That's not going to go. Fine. I'm here with Jake, James Jacob Anthony. Jake Anthony. Hi, everybody. 
Jake Anthony. Don't it, clap, or at least clap near the microphone. Well, I didn't want to be like in the mic. God okay. damn it. Stop. <laughs> All right, I'll quit micromanaging, I promise. No, you won't. Jake and I have a history, everybody. Um, I often, I call him Poodle. Sounds very sordid. And, well, nothing from the sort. Two bottoms don't make a night. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> and the first gay joke. <laughs> the first gay joke. W- one minute in. Hey. I'm and here. not just a gay joke, like a gay sex joke. <laughs> yes, it's true. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Jake and I know each other because – is your phone on silent? Yes. I swear to God, if it vibrates, I'm going to throw it. It is on sh- silent. <laughs> okay. God damn you. Shut up. <laughs> okay. We, uh, Jake and I used to be roommates, and we've been um, best friends for – God. Well, how long have we known each other? Ten years. Ten years. Nah. Well, we've known each other longer than that because I've lived. I've lived in LA for eleven years. You've lived twelve years, but we've lived. We like really known each other for like thirty nine years. (laughs) Yes, the womb. I'm not thirty nine. Won't be long. I know. Um, But anyway, so so everybody, there's a familiarity today. Um, But I I do have to say, I think this is probably one of the most anticipated shows. People are very excited about this. To see us bicker like school marms. <laughs> and why? And, and, and the reason why I haven't, I have to say this, the reason why it's, it's been so long, this is what, how many numbers is this for you? Like This is episode 17, I think. Jesus. That's a random number that everyone uses, like 17 something. <laughs> like, oh, I, drove, I went down 17 streets or something. Everyone always uses 17. Have you noticed that? That's useless. So don't anyway. Let, don't let your gay DD come in. All right. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll edit that out. So I'm, I'm mad already micromanaging. You're telling you me to when edit. to edit. You're telling me when to fucking edit my <laughs> okay. own goddamn okay. show. I will say it was – so this has been highly awaited. And the reason why – I was, I was busy for a while. And also I don't do well, let's say, when there's no nice air coming at me. <laughs> and it's a little warm. I sometimes get agitated. <laughs> and we have to turn off – we have to close the windows and turn off fans. And Basically, it would be too hot and she would bitch. True. True. So we had to wait until it was cooler weather. We did. We like – So here we are, Thanksgiving. Because this show will go up on um, – I think I'm going to put it up on early actually on Wednesday. But normally it would go up on Thanksgiving. So this is a Thanksgiving episode. Give thanks all. <laughs> Give thanks. Yes. Eat some poultry. Um, All God's children said amen. <laughs> the boy, you're bringing in South Carolina now, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Nobody said that to me in Oklahoma, but I bet you heard that a lot. And All God's children said, yeah. Wow. That, okay. We actually, Congregations. We you have, went to a Catholic church where you ate babies, so. <laughs> that, that's pretty much what they did. Um, I think people are excited about this episode because of Cabergay. I mean, that's what. What's it, that again? <laughs> Explain to the audience what, for those who don't, explain what Cabergay is. Cabergay is when <laughs> Cabernet wine goes bad. Um, <laughs> no, which never happens because wine never goes bad. Um, where, where's my cigar? Um, oh, God. Stay on focus. Sorry, it's on the track. sweet tea. Um, so Cabergay is a show that we've done for five or six years now. Six. We had six. to take a year off, but we'll talk about that later. We'll take a, talk about that later. Um, and uh, it is a variety show slash um, 
homosexual extravaganza. You once said, called it, it's a celebration of all things homosexual yes. with wigs. Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's become, it started in our, um, it started in our living room. Yeah. And because Lindsay Sissy, uh, episode one of Dear Maddie Show, she would direct it. Um, we did it originally for Allie's birthday, episode two of Dear Maddie Show. And, um, but anyway, and then it just got bigger and bigger. And we did it for in our house for a couple of years. Storyboards involved. <laughs> there was. And, uh, basically, just basically, it usually involved you forming a number around a wig you wanted to wear and me forming a number yes, around a pair certain of heels. Pair of sh- that, shields to wear, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends described it as outrageously funny, very inappropriate, and extremely under-rehearsed. <laughs> and I could not, I, till this day, I could not put it better. Well, yeah, I think... Um, Gratuitously under-rehearsed. So, and that'll be coming in uh, 2015, everyone. Yes. So, stay tuned. Make your L.A. travels. It's like... Go like see- the new Cinderella movie. Yeah. Ooh, how do you feel about that? My brother texted it to me. It was so odd. He was like, hey, are you excited? That is I'm weird. Like, Why? Because it's gay? I don't know. It is gay. It kind of is, because Kate Blanchett and Ella Bon Bonham Carter are drag, drag queens. queens. <laughs> they are drag queens. Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett's going to be... It looks good. I kind of have a problem she's... with that girl's eyebrows. I did, well, but... they're supposed, that's like an English thing to make them look like they've never been touched. I don't enjoy it. Mm, kind of looks more like we went to the Greek market. <laughs> but they also don't like to brush their teeth. Yeah. I mean, they there's just, a lot. They like... There's a lot of problems there. Um... The, uh, I do love the part when Kate Blanchett's like, "Why do you call me stepmother?" I was like, "Oh God!" And the, and the makeup is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. The dresses are amazing too. The I'll, stepsisters. Ugh. I want. Are the stepsisters famous? I don't think so. Or maybe I couldn't. They weren't. They weren't in it for very long. Isn't the guy from Downton Abbey? The guy, the prince, the Cinderella's from Downton Abbey. Oh, uh, which one is she? She's the. <gasps> She's the cousin. That's <laughs> what. I Sorry. Yes. Now that's why it makes sense. I know. You need to catch Who was up. the prince? He was cute. I don't have my phone with me. Okay, oh, we're not we're looking gonna... up. That's This is ridiculous. <laughs> we don't need... We, every time we don't know something, we don't need to go to our fucking phones. Uh, oh. Sometimes we can be okay without knowing something. Because so, this phone has to be... You're not interrupting me right now. This phone has to be something where we... Where we have this external hard drive glued to our bodies, and we have to know something immediately. Just put it down and just experience not knowing something, people. Soap Preach. Bo- soapbox number one. Yes. We'll, we'll count them through the show. Sure. Because I'm sure that there's going to be other I soapbox. won't apologize. You actually own a soapbox. Yes. Did you buy it or did I buy that I, for you? I don't remember. I bought it on eBay. <laughs> the problem is it's very small, <laughs> and I'm afraid never, to step on it. You've never stepped on it because you said, if I fall through it because I'm too fucking fat, I'll never live it down. Never. <laughs> Can you imagine jumping on a box and something you bought to speak on to proclaim things and it falling and breaking? That would be that would be too much irony to that, handle. That would be my dream. I know, and I will not give that to you. <laughs> I would love it. I will never step on that soapbox. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so you're originally. Uh, so we actually do know each other from because you're originally from South Carolina. South Carolina, and we're both. Um, well, you still are. I guess I'm not really a musician anymore, but you are. We know each other from. You're music a musician. School. Well, I am. We know we went to school in North Texas. Yeah. Uh, you were getting your grad degree. Mm-hmm. Um. First time I saw you, I thought you were a lesbian. As and- you have said. <laughs> First time I saw you, I said, who is that hit queen running around the hall? 
well, flailing, as you and said. nothing's changed. Well, when you were you were much slimmer now. When you were in, you were I was a little chunky, and you looked feminine, and you had these like round glasses. They weren't doing anything for me. <laughs> it's no. Whatever. We both have hopefully. Well, you're way skinnier I than both, I. I think we, we both, both have, evolved. We evolved. <laughs> let's let's you. leave it at that. Let's, yes. Um, um, you are slim, and I found my natural hair color. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Lucille Ball. Just like Lucille Ball. Mm. So, um, and so, yeah. So, I moved out to LA, and then you moved out a year afterwards, and um, and lived with me and Lindsay and yes, um, sissy and sissy. Uh, and what, what was I going to say? Booby and booby and booby have the cat. So tell people what you do that don't know what you do in LA and just what don't I do? <laughs> Thank you, Edwin. <laughs> oh, Thank I you. love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, rest in peace. Is um, he dead? Of he course, has he's to dead. be. Of course, he's dead. Edwin, if y'all unless don't know, he made a deal with a devil, he's a guy from Mary Potter. If you don't know who Edwin Edwin is, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was gonna say, look it up. Oh no! <laughs> just be okay with it, oh, if, anyway. if, guys. If you learn anything today, anything, just be okay with not knowing something. It's a wonderful thing. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so not, I'm done. One point one. I'm done. I'd say one point one. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, so tell everybody what you do. Um, I am a private vocal coach in Los Angeles. Uh, I teach voice, uh, prepare people for auditions. I teach an audition workshop uh, in North Hollywood through the Academy for New Musical Theater, now called New Musicals Initiative, NMI. Um, I work adjunctly with talent agencies to prep their either kids or adults for TV and film auditions. Um, I'm a composer for musical theater. I sing. And somehow have enough money to pay my rent. Don't really know how to do that now. But you're very talented. It's it's great not I've, having a regular job. So I'm very well, happy about that. I've said it on air. You're very very talented. Thank you. Um, I will record this, everyone. <laughs> uh, I am. There's not many people actually as talented as you. But so. oh, that is so sweet to say. Well, or as particular. <laughs> I can. You know what? That's what makes me good at what I do. Is details. You have opinions. I have opinions with a capital O um, and a little pinions. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Either. I don't know what that means. The sweet tea. You do not drink caffeine. I knew the sweet tea was going to make you crazy. I shouldn't have had it. Okay. That's all. I, oh, Jesus. You just spilled it. I just it spilled it all the God dang it. Okay. Um, get going. God damn it. Okay. Sorry, mom. For the GD. So, um, Your mom oh, doesn't like that? I actually don't think she cares. Um, <laughs> Mine doesn't. Oh, well, my dad. Your parents still go to church? Yeah. Oh, my mom doesn't. Um, so, oh, before, speaking of a higher power, <gasps> before, I, I want to talk a little bit why Cabergay was delayed. Because Oh, so here's when we get into it. I want to talk about the, what happened the, the, for Ooh, you well, at the beginning of the year. Well, um, well, let's let's set this up theatrical, shall we? We're going a little, we're going a little long before questions, y'all. But this is really interesting, and hopefully, a teaching tool for people. I'm glad that wasn't passive aggressive about being long. But anyway, um, I'll move it along. Is that better? <laughs> no, you're I'll fine. Talk faster. No, you're fine. All right, message received. <laughs> um, so if so, I in December I had a really terrible cold. 
And uh, the last five months of December had been extremely harsh. I'd been writing a lot, doing a lot, and just a, a lot of stuff had been going on. And um, I was sick. I'd gotten sick with another cold, and so I went home to see my family. My niece and nephew, who are lovely and wonderful kids, sweet kids, got me sick again. Um, and uh, I was on the plane right, right back, and I, I, I thought I was getting better. And I got sick again with another cold or something. And I developed bronchitis from that. And I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, uh, you know, bronchitis, it's fine. Uh, and it got worse on, and worse. Was that like was Wednesday, January 15th of this past year. This year, sorry. Um, and uh, it turned out that the next day – or, sorry, Wednesday – uh, when I came up from the doctor, the doctor said, you know, just keep doing, doing what you're doing. I'm, you're coughing like crazy. My lungs were like, were hurting because it, it mm. felt, uh, uh, really bad because I was coughing. Um, I, and I was, and I started to get feverish on Wednesday night. Um, and I'd been to the doctor on Monday. Uh, and then I went again on Wednesday because I thought something was still wrong with me. Um, and, uh, so... The next thing I remember <laughs> when I went to, went to bed on Wednesday night is waking up in the hospital um, February 5th, something like that, after about three weeks. Yes. Um, and I was told that uh, in no certain terms, is the, one, the one time I remember that I'd been in the hospital, I'd had the flu, and it'd been really bad flu, and I was I was alive. And, uh, and I said, no, I haven't been, I've been traveling all over because in my dreams, I had these very vivid dreams, um, to make up for, I guess my brain said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. But anyway, but I had the long and the short of it was I had was told later on, I had a really, really terrible, uh, case of H1N1, yeah. uh, the flu. Yeah. Um, and I also developed, uh, ARDS, acute respiratory distress syndrome, which meant that I probably had a forty percent chance of dying, um, and there was how long? How long? How was it? It was catch, catch and go for like a week and a half, right? Yeah, it was. So I was, I was, I don't. I was home. It was Thursday afternoon, and I'm sitting from my computer, and I just get an email saying, "Hey, Matt, this is um, what is Tom. It? Tom, I was Tom, um, Paul's husband, and he said, I'm in Jake's apartment. They found him unconscious. I'm like, what? Because nobody could get into your phone, right? And um, and they couldn't find your phone, and so he just thank God he had a voice lesson, and just he some he that little voice in his head said, ah, that's weird that I'm knocking on the door and Jake's car's here, and so he knocked, knocked some more. He called your landlord. Your landlord didn't have a key. They couldn't get into your door, and of course, only you get fucking hot firemen that have to crawl up through your window <laughs> to come pull you out. Of your uh, apartment, but it's I had talked to you on. I didn't talk to you on Wednesday, but I talked to you on Tuesday night, and yep. that's what you told me. You said I did, texted you, and you said, "Oh, I have bronchitis. I'm getting better." And mm -hmm. I'm, so I thought everything was all good. But anyway, so <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't get a fever until Wednesday, though. Yeah, but it was such. But anyway, so it happened very, very fast. Yeah, it happened very fast. So we went up to Cedars, which is where you were, Cedar Sinai, and um, your family wasn't here yet. And um, but basically. You were um, in a coma. Yeah, and but like the first four days, the uh, I don't know. I think the doctor told your dad this, but you, the first four days you almost died four yeah. times. They're they're pretty sure I was going to die. Uh, 
the, yeah, the doctor literally said to us, he's as sick as they come. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, it was very, very just it was thrilling. Surreal. It was, it was surreal for us. I can't, but I do think, and thank God that we can talk about it and you're okay. I, oh, yeah. People, you can do whatever you want with your health, and that's fine, but I'm saying get a fucking flu shot. Get a flu shot. Get it a, just needs to happen. Just do. That's great. I love that you eat kale. That's wonderful. <laughs> get a fucking flu shot. It's chemicals that go into your body, and then, then they help you, and then you won't get sick in the hospital and die. Because it's not like you were A, old, and B, no, you eat quite healthy. Like, I, I'm a healthy person. The, you, don't, you don't smoke or anything? The, no. The problem, I was just found this from my immunologist a couple weeks ago who sent me a letter about this. The problem last year was there was a flu strain that had been uh, dormant for about 35 to 40 years. Oh, wow. And the older people who had been around had antibodies to this flu strain. People who were my age, you know, in their 30s and younger, were getting this flu worse than anybody else. Uh, the doctor told us that like 10 <clears throat> younger people, yep. or four or five had already people died. People in their 30s were dying. Yeah. Um, and mm. it, was, it was really scary. And I, st- I still like, have a hard time uh, f- f- reading my Facebook wall kind of helped me figure out what happened. Yeah. And, and that, so I don't want to dwell on you're alive. I don't you're mind. You're a fighter. And like you've told me once, you, you literally have, have yelled – not yelled, but you've yelled through your teeth in my face and said, I'm going to live longer than you on will alone. I know. You can will anything. <laughs> and you will. Um, but what um, – it is interesting, like, people – I know people People kind of ask you these questions like, did you see the light? Yes. And all this. A lot stuff. of people said – ask me, you know what's – what I what I did my – your, your, when your conscious mind just kind of shuts down, your subconscious mind goes insane. And you have these – when mine does anyway – and you have these – I had these very vivid dreams, and the weirdest thing is the people who came to visit me were somehow incorporated into those dreams, even though I couldn't see them. And in some ways I couldn't hear them, but they were still in my dreams. Like my student Janet, the doctor, she was somehow in dreams. I saw her on trains when I was traveling in my dreams. Oh, wow. And uh, the idea – so if you're someone that's in a coma or something like go talk to them. Cause you know that know that that I can speak from experience. I knew those people were there. That yeah. That and I mean, it's your proof. We yes. always said we, it's actually proof. But I'm you, living proof. But you, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. Is sorry. It was a little racist. But stay tuned, people. <laughs> stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But so you, um, but you, yeah, you dreamt that. Did you like dream? You went around the world. And I you went were, to like, Italy. In prison and something. I like was that? in prison for a while. Um. There was a lot of a lot of what, weird, weird what like were you in prison for? Willy Wonka tunnel dreams where they cut off the head of a chicken. Um, I was in prison for stealing something. I, they never told me what it was. It was like a Kafka novel. Um, that is the gayest but... fucking dream. <laughs> Jesus, Good. I love Kafka <sighs> in its own way. Anyway, to make a long story short, longer, too late, too late. Um. So uh, I I got better as it went after I woke up, and I had lovely people around me like Maddie uh, and the rest of my friends, Lindsay and Allie and Tom, the guy who had found me, and Paul, and just – I could list about 50 people who were just unbelievably lovely, and it makes me just um, uh, love and cherish all my friends so much more. 
Uh, and my parents were out here with my brother and my sister-in-law. Ooh, we met your family. And they got they got to see where it all comes from. <laughs> and as he as Matt said, everything I've ever wondered about you was answered when I met your mother. That's I feel like that's true for most people when you mm-hmm. meet their parents, but you you're so much like her. I've been told. <laughs> I've been told. I love your mother. She's a very sweet woman. And it's also weird because we called your brother, and he ended up calling himself, we called him Straight Jake, because he yes. looked so much like you, just with just straight, yeah, and with a stronger southern accent. But it was weird because he's kind of hot, but then it weirded us out because he looks like you, and then I, he made me vomit inside. I couldn't even, I couldn't even comment there. He would even, like, the third day, people come up, he'd be like, hi, I'm Straight Jake. That's <laughs> just what he would say. <laughs> My brother's so strange. I love him. Um, I don't think there is anything else. Oh, but it is interesting. Like, so you had to write because I, I want to talk about this, and then um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I remember like because I think we all were at dinner. Was it at Cabrera or something? And you started talking about you thought you and I had taken a dance class, and we had to yes. tell you we that we had not taken the dance. Uh-huh. I still I had to be told what things that weren't real. That's the problem when your brain goes into anoxia. Which is when your brain I was I was unconscious for a while because fluid fluid excuse me fluid filled up my lungs, and uh, you I was unconscious, and when you're in anoxia, sometimes uh, they're not sure what how much you remember and what you don't remember your your, your memory goes your short term memory goes. Um, I had a little bit of that, but mostly my dreams were so vivid I thought they were real. And that's part of the uh, a side effect of a drug they gave me. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. The sedative, uh, the really strong sedative. Because they you gave would me. have woken up, but they had they, they had, had to, to keep, keep me in a coma to let yeah. your lungs just heal yeah, themselves. Because right? um, it was I can't remember the name of it now. It was intense stuff, but the dreams were very vivid. And I I was teaching in a dance camp because I'm a great dancer. <laughs> and weren't you teaching with Lindsay's mother? Yes. <laughs> I did a solo dance, and Lindsay's mother was very appreciative <laughs> of my solo dance. It's so funny if you know Jake's dancing and you know Lindsay's mother. It's not good. <laughs> it's very visceral. It is. It's like an. It's like African. I drum. dance with my heart and your pelvis. Yes, um, and my st- and I stomp. You do. You stomp a lot. All right. Well. Thank you for uh, just just a super interesting perspective. I'm very glad you're alive. Are we are we talking about me still? Or are we going on? <laughs> We're going to talk All about right. other people now. <sighs> We're going to get to the questions. All right, but I survived. Okay, you did. There's a show on Lifetime called I Survived. There's, yeah, anyway, well, yeah, there's a lot of that was the song number one song the year I was born. <laughs> ding ding ding! <laughs> I will survive. You yes, mean. yes, I will survive. <laughs> I don't have the rights to that. We can't sing it. All right, dear Maddie. <laughs> I'm traveling a lot lately for work and for the holidays. I met this guy about three months ago, and we've been dating once a week. A couple of times a week, or a, I think it, they meant to say, we've been dating once a week, a couple of times a week, I guess, as well. That's confusing. It We're is. taking it slow, but we did have sex a couple of times. Very good. He invited me for Thanksgiving, but honestly, that is the one day I'm not traveling or working in the next few weeks. I really just want the day to myself to recharge and get my stuff done. But should I go? My girlfriend says that I'm not into him, but I think she's needy. <laughs> she just did. Boy, <laughs> Boy, she just put the smack on her friend. She said, thanks. I love her name. I don't know if Annette. it's really Annette. I, like, I think older names like Clara, Annette. 
I love oh, those names. Sybil, focus. Sorry. To the question. Annette, 33. So, Jesus here. Good so, age. Should she... So, Thanksgiving with the boy. Here's the thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, a couple of times... Once a week, a couple of times, twice a week. You know, she's saying a couple of times. I get it now. A couple of times they dated twice a week, which is pretty frequent. You know, that's a that's now this is a gay person talking. So (laughs) how would I know? (laughs) It's true. Um, um, but I don't understand your weird. I don't. I don't understand your your heterosexual lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) What does that happen? Um, R.I.P. Phil Hartman. I know. Um, so. I I might say something. The idea of ha- feeling like you were obligated to go to Thanksgiving when you haven't been, when you're not a permanent girlfriend, nor are you, nor have you met his family before. Um, well, that's what we're assuming. That we don't know that. That is true. I'm assuming that she's going to. But I gathered that as well. Yeah. Just I, I would say that this is that you're putting more of this on you than you are than he's putting on you. It seems like you are you're assuming that he thinks so much, and you're already putting words in his mouth, which he could or he True. could not. So it would probably be beneficial to find out. Yeah, um, I mean, or maybe maybe you you could ask him. You know, how important is this to you? You know, if if it's important that that I go with your th- and meet your family, it seems to me a little early. So you've been dating. Uh, about three, uh, you you met a guy for three months. It seems early to me to meet little, the We family. are also gay men who are are notoriously not great Afraid with of a commitment. commitment. But it does seem a little bit like a toothbrush with a night bag. Yes, and we all remember. <laughs> no, not just a toothbrush and a night bag, an electric toothbrush. That was. This is a story, and I'm telling it. I don't it's care. Fine. It's fine. Tell it. Uh, so this is where we're living in the house. Mom, turn it down. Yes, turn it down, Bonnie. Um, and Maddie met, let's, let's say a younger, younger gay gentleman who I believe was in yoga. That just tells you everything you need to know right there. Very childlike. He was very bendy. I swear to God, I walk in the bathroom and I see on the counter an electric toothbrush and my eyes go like saucers. (laughs) It was like someone brought an overnight bag and a toothbrush. This was the second time? A second time you saw them. Who brings an electronic toothbrush on a one night stand? I mean, really. Well, he lived in like Chatsworth or something. I don't know. That should have been your first (laughs) clue. But I remember I came Porn out Porn Capital of SoCal. I came out of my bedroom and your eyes were big and you just looked at me and went, That's no, a no, red no, 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 flag. No. I was like, What? <laughs> that bitch will stay with you for a week. I didn't mm-hmm. see her ever again. It was good. It was good. I, I don't know if I called her back. That's when I was younger and I wasn't mm. good about that. So We we have a free pass when we're in our twenties like that. Now I'm like, hey, I'm not that into you, sorry. Or you're sweet. But get out and fuck of off. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hurry up and finish and leave. No, mm-hmm. um, but Go yeah. buy yourself a hat. <laughs> His name was Jeremy. I remember that. Um, he did talk oh. about wanting to do yoga together, which <laughs> made me. His and his. Literally, the second time he's like, I can't wait for us to do yoga. Oh, oh God. I was like, okay, what's happening? I'm sorry. This is about Annette. And Sorry, Annette. <laughs> Someone just put their whole selves before you. Well, you're the one telling the story. Sorry, it but was relevant. It, it wasn't. Seem, I don't know. I think maybe it's not. Maybe I'm making too big of a deal of it. But Thanksgiving with 
someone you're dating. That just seems like it's not the 4th of July. It's not even freaking MLK or Labor Day. This is like going to someone on Thanksgiving, it's Easter, high stress, Christmas, too. Uh, Hanukkah, High Hall. I don't know. It, Those are children's holidays. That's what Anna Garten says. <laughs> we love Anna Garten, the Barefoot Contessa. And she once was at a book signing. And Anna she Garten, smacked this bitch down. She did. Who was interviewing? She was from NPR. Terry she was, Gross. No, not Terry Gross. I love Terry Gross. Uh, Evan Kleiman from Food. And she was pretentious as shit. She was shit. pretentious as shit. She was, and she has this voice and talks like Evan Kleiman. Yeah. Um, she's actually, Anna Garten's going to be in LA, I think, this week. She. It was Thursday. We missed it. It was. I thought it was the 22nd. Was, nope. No, maybe it's Thursdays in Beverly Hills. It's in twenty second. I, I, who cares? We're not going. Yeah, but if you can go and I like go. But anyway, I remember she said uh, she was very pretentious. Do you so, have anything from traditions for Hanukkah? I know, blah blah blah. And and do you have any food? And I was like, well, I really think of it's more of a children's holiday. And then she said, but I make a fabulous Easter brunch. Yes. Oh. And she also asked her about flavored butter, and I said, why would I use flavored butter? You can't buy that in the grocery store. <laughs> I was like, ooh, serve it. <laughs> and then she really, she's like, uh, and for a nonstick pan, uh, I don't use them. Oh. Oh, yeah. It was cold in the air. Because she said, she said, if you, um, uh, not seasoned, she said, but if you, uh, not lube. If you st- <laughs> what's it called? <sighs> you don't lube a pan. <laughs> you season it. You se- <laughs> Good lord on a cracker. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is this is too much. Clean this up. No, I really hope this is not what all of these are like. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I'm some class in this place. Yes, but Donna did say if you season. Them I've heard t- two of them. Thank you. Um. Anyway, Annette, I'm sorry. It's all about you, Annette. Okay, we're back to Annette. <laughs> we're back to Annette. So, and back to Annette. And back to Annette. So I, 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 I actually love what you said about she's probably making this a big, more of a bigger deal than it is. Talk to the guy. Just ask I him. I agree. Hey, is this a big deal for you? And also, this sounds very fair, but it's true. State your needs as well. Say, this is what I would like. True. I would like to do this day. Da, da, da. So that way, because honestly uh, – it's pro- to let him know that it's not about him. I mean, if you really like this guy, I don't think your friend is correct. I think your friend is. Uh, I think you've already decided what you think about what she said. Yeah, I think we are. You said she's needy, uh, bitch. Please, but uh, if you really like him, that's great. But express to him honestly what you feel and ask him honestly what he wants. If you don't like him, then go see a movie at the ArcLight and move on. Totally. And also, if if it's um. If this Thanksgiving is a very stressful holiday, if it's if it's seeing his family, that's something you guys need to talk about. I agree with that. If you're meeting the family for the first yeah. time, too, that's that's a very serious you, thing. And also, too, you need to meet their family at a at a day that's a, a non family holiday an event. Like, yeah, try to make it more of a non, mm-hmm. even if it's a week later. Just have dinner then or brunch. Annette, don't play that. <laughs> I miss Annette Pumicello. I think she's still alive. No, she's died. She died like two years ago. Look it up. Don't touch your fucking phone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to question number two. This is, I I feel like this is from. I think this is a very pointed question, but I'm enjoying it. It is. Uh, Somebody knew, I put on Facebook that Poodle was going to be, I call Jake Poodle, um, that he was going to be on the show. And so it says, Dear Maddie. What are Poodle's Thanksgiving do's and don'ts? Is there Thanksgiving etiquette? Oh, Jesus. Here we go. And this thanks from someone who knows how bitchy he is, age always 29. Oh, I hear that. I swear this mm. is Rachel Sweatnam. I think it might be. 
I appreciate that. So, so Thanksgiving do's and don'ts. Thanksgiving is I'm a sure wonderful. You don't have any opinions? No, not at all. Thanksgiving is a wonderful, wonderful time. But basically, it's a time to eat. It's it is not about being around people. It's not. Screw that. That's Christmas. That's Easter. That's like whatever. I give thanks for blah blah. Thanksgiving is all about the food. Yes. Who wants to eat Yankee food? No one. I said it. Even Yankees. They don't. It's bad. Um, people in their stuffing. Stuffing. <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm sorry for all you who are living there or Yankees. I, you know, Yankees, you don't think you're Yankees. You're still Yankees. <laughs> That's the other soapbox for today. <laughs> sorry. Sorry two. about it. <laughs> as they say. Um, as the kids say. So Thanksgiving do's and don'ts. Um, I think the most important thing is if you're, uh, first of all, ask your host, if you want to ask your host what you can bring, you know, ask them, don't assume you're going to bring food. They might, as the Food Network said the other day, your host might have a vision for the meal and offer to bring wine or flowers or something like that. Uh, something maybe not meal unless they unless your host asks you to bring something specific. Specific. Or if they say it's a potluck. You can do whatever. Then do whatever the fuck you want. But it's very common that people these days, especially where we live in Los Angeles, have an, a certain idea of what they want um, for a Thanksgiving meal, and and they've already been made it, and they've already maybe they've asked other people to bring certain things. And if 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 they ask you, definitely bring something and and try to be as, as as specific as they were to, as they were about it. However, if they don't ask you, um, and you and they tell you to bring flowers and wine, please don't pick up some fucking Ralph's cookies. <laughs> the silence is accusatory because we've all known this person who brings a fucking plastic container of the, Ralph's cookies, the sugar cookies with the pink icing on top of them that are very good. That's trashy, people. <laughs> You bring those to soccer games and or final uh, um, uh, classes for the year. And I think it's okay to buy something if it's food to bring. Oh, I do, I do too. But, Just make sure it's nice. But not – yes, make sure it's nice. Like, it looks nice. Get a pie from like yeah. a diner that makes pies or – Or take it out of the Ralph's container and put it in something nice. <laughs> True. That that's true. What's from me to you? What have other people brought to your Thanksgiving dinners that have pleased me or displeased me? Displeased you? Um, I don't like dressing with oysters in it. Mm. I think I oysters. It's is- where how I was raised. I'm you. You might love your oyster dressing. Eat it. You know, rub it all over yourself. I don't care. Um, I just give me my dressing that has. Cornbread, celery, onions, chicken broth. Do you and think northern people, Midwest people, are as, are as um, particular about dressing? No. Southern, southern people are very, very particular. Us. That's the best thing. And if you don't know, like I said, we call it dressing. It's a very – A lot not of people stuffing. call it stuffing. Because you really shouldn't stuff a turkey anymore. That's, Everyone says that. That is not – It's not sanitary. It's not sanitary. Yeah, you can get E. coli that way. And also it makes a turkey taste like shit. You have to cook it so long it's dried Agreed. out. Don't do it. Maddie and I both have different dressings we were brought up with, and we respect each other's dressings. Well, I, as much as I can respect I, someone's I love poop, baby poop dressing. I love respecting things that are dry and crunchy. There we are. There we are. So, uh, the, one other thing I would say about do's and don'ts, um, 
is when you're if you're gonna if you're going to a place, don't just invite someone at the last minute. Even though you know all, I want everyone to have a good. Oh my uh, God. I know. I want everyone. I, I want I, I want everyone to be somewhere on Thanksgiving, but don't just call some find out someone who doesn't have a place to go um, and say, "Hey, do you mind if I bring my friend on Thanksgiving?" This is a because we're doing Thanksgiving with Don, um, who episode five I think of the Dear Maddie show, um, but we're doing, but it's different. Like you're making the turkey, I'm yeah. making some pies, you're making some of like we're almost kind of she's hosting at our house, but we're all kind of co-creating Thanksgiving. Right. So we did invite people that Don didn't really know that well, but that right. we invite to Thanksgiving. That's different. But still, and we're not calling her. We won't call her on Thursday morning and say my friend so and so doesn't have anywhere to go. You know, no, and uh, and and I I want people to have to be able to go to Thanksgiving. But I had a friend who asked to bring three people. Someone yeah. asked him, and they said, "Can I bring my three friends?" And I'm like, "No." Well, let's just bring the fucking partridge bus and exactly. sing along. I'm sorry. Come that on, is, get happy. That is rude. That um, is rude. One more thing. This is this is for out you vegans and gluten free people. Stay we, home. We love you. Stay this home. is not your holiday. This is not your holiday. Go and go forth and prosper. And if you go to a Thanksgiving, don't expect a fucking thing to be there for you. <laughs> you bring your shit. Okay, people? That's for my I like here. vegan food. I like it. I do. But don't fucking expect people to have gluten and, and vegan shit for you. Bring it yourself. And then everyone's happy. And you can nibble on your fucking tofurkey like in the corner with the rats. Well, sorry, I didn't mean that to sound too harsh. Boy. I love vegans. <coughs> I probably said that same way that 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 what's his name in Alabama said I love black people. In the song <laughs> Alabama? In no, the, the, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I was talking about race the segregation now, segregation oh, to, I thought she meant the band Alabama. Song 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 of the South. Nobody looking back again. I love Alabama. Who said segregation now, segregation forever? The governor of Alabama. This was recently? No! You know nothing about history. Your schoolhouse was one room and there was a pig who was a student. I am convinced. George. It's coming to me. God, I'm old. Look it up. No. I don't need to. It'll come to me by the end. That's what he said. All right. Sorry, I had to. So, last question. We only have three today, which is good because we talk more. Dear, it's a lot of talking. Dear, this is from Julie, age 34. You're a queer one, Julie Jordan. Um, sorry, that's from Carousel. Um, oh, Peter Pan. We've got to talk about that later. Oh. We can't talk about musical theater. People don't care that listen to this. I have opinions. <laughs> um, all right, dear Maddie, do you think they should cast a man or a woman in Peter Pan? You're asking me now? It okay. It's always they're, it's, okay. They're doing the televised version a, of Peter Pan. There's like eight parts to this question, but I'll I'll choose the parts that are. They're doing a television thing with Allison Williams from Girls and Christopher Walken as Hook, which is smart. I like Christopher Walken the role. It's weird, but it's smart. It's weird but smart. First of all, it looks like the way they're filming it looks like a terrible backdrop that you would see on a Saturday morning ch- children's cartoon in the 70s. Because like when they did Rodgers and Henderson, Cinderella, it was on a sound set. It, and it sound looked stage. quaint and it looked storybook. Yeah. This looks cheap. It looks cheap. Now, maybe it's maybe it'll be better when we see it. Maybe this has been the temporary one. That's true. Second of all, 
to to address this the whether a man or a woman should play Peter Pan. Peter Pan, and this is something I feel very strongly about. Peter Pan, the reason why it started be it started off being a woman because as as British pantos, um, it was very common for women to take young boys' roles because young boys were hard to cast. Which and is, that's the way opera is. Exactly. And so it that was so people were like, Why does a woman always play it? Obviously you're stupid. So whenever whenever when people whenever someone asks that question, that's that's kinda what I want to say. Obviously you're stupid. Um but it has more to Glad do. You're not judging. No, it's a stupid question. This, if you, if they thought about it a little bit, they'd understand it. Yes. Yeah. Um, if we, boy, if we just thought, if we thought about a lot before we open our fucking mouths. <laughs> you really Sorry. should run for office. I know. What shouldn't I? So anyway, I sound very angry today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he just, so he back just bounced. On I the know. Couch I'm fine. Um, right. uh, so anyway, the one other thing, but this is one of the reasons it's always cast the woman is because that British tradition. Also, um, it. It completely, and this is the wonderful thing about Peter Pan, it completely removes the sexual element for Peter Pan and Wendy. That doesn't have to be. That should not be in Peter Pan. It's a children's show. It's a children's show. It, even more so than that, it's a show about not growing up. And as soon as you put that sexuality in it, Peter Pan grows up. So, I like that because hmm? I, like I watched on PBS the other day. They did. They had a film version of... Um, of the ballet, it was actually really beautiful, well, well done ballet. Mm-hmm. But it was a man that, or a Shouldn't younger be. man that played Peter Never. Pan, and um, the essence of Peter Pan is young. It was different, like the context yeah. between him and Wendy. It's was very different. it should never be romantic. I just saw the animated movie too. I was watching it a little bit on TV, like every the Disney one, like every thirty-seven year old male. It just happened to be on. Yeah, that movie is racist. It is with the Indians. Oh yeah. my god. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. It's all like, and they're all literally painted red. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. It's a different time. It's not right. All right, let's get to Julie, 34. Dear Maddie, I live in LA and I'm an actor. I really love living here, but I've had the hardest time finding love. I honestly Mm. think partly it is because I'm a devout Christian. Well, nothing's wrong with that. No, I said, well, we're the right two people for that. I know. I'll tell you. Um, I'm I'm not a crazy Bible thumper, but I am waiting until. Uh, I have sex before I'm married. I meet nice guys here, but I'm having trouble finding men who want to wait to have sex or have the same spiritual values that I have. I do go to a smaller church. Should I go to a bigger one to meet more men? Does that make me selfish? Julie, 34. That's a really good question, Julie. It is um, a really good question. And I think uh, – let me let me address the last part of your question first. Should I go to a bigger church to meet more men? I think you should stay in whatever church you feel comfortable with. That's your spiritual faith, and that's obviously because you know has who you are as a devout Christian. That's going to sustain you longer than um, that's more. That should be more important to you than finding guys. Honestly, I say go to the big church. <laughs> well, we have different. We have. I but I think you should stay if your church makes you comfortable. I think you should stay there. Well, I think try out the other church because look, let's be honest. It is hard to meet men. I've been on Tinder, and the two guys I've yeah. talked to have tried to sell me insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and one still trying to, and the other one asked me that about my four hundred one k. That sounds like that sounds like a line from a from a, like a gay seventies stand up thing. <laughs> it's true. You I, probably used that at your stand up no, show. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't done stand up since. God, I'm I am not going to be a <laughs> springboard for this. <laughs> I'm not testing my material on you. Okay. But I think 
maybe try out a bigger church. Be- only reason okay, I can, I, I can see that. This isn't the same in, as churches in Oklahoma, are, Churches South are personal Carolina. to people. They are personal, but also too. I just don't want her to leave and leave her church because she's looking for men. Well, and it is very difficult to find people that are, I think, devout Christians here in Los Angeles. I think that's harder. True. I go to a church, though, who are a lot of, lot of gay Christians. You go to a weird, freaky church. I it's do. It's this Episcopal church that has, like, it has gay They're gay and they club. love Jesus. It is gay, which is good for people. It if you smells listen. like gay when you walk in a there. A lot of people think that, that I know back home think, like, gay people are religious. Let me tell you. Like Liberace and Glitter. They are religious. Oh, let me turn that thing on. But, um, uh, anyway, so I say maybe go try out the new church. Just go. Maybe there's people. What's wrong? No, no, just stop looking at your phone. Um, try out the new church because maybe you will, like, spiritually, it'll be a win-win. You'll like it more or you'll like it just as much. You'll find a church family there, and you're opening yourself up to meet more men. Because this is what I was going to You can always go back to your old church. No, that's true. I, I think also um, maybe I, I understand the idea of, of looking to find someone who's a Christian, Maybe, though, just look to find someone kind for just look for someone and because maybe let let maybe let that not be the the biggest priority to find someone who is who maybe shares all of your beliefs or with a big dick or with a big dick. (laughs) That's probably not what you're looking for, though. Well, and uh, I'm glad you cheapened (laughs) what I just said with a low gay comment. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, but I'm like, hats off to you too. Are you 34 and you've, she's never given it you know, up? Good for, for you, her, Julie. that's important that's, and good for her. I, I think nothing's wrong with that. I don't think anything's wrong with it. I just think it's not fun. Well, maybe not roasting internal hellfire is fun for her. <laughs> well, that's like true. Like will be. That, this is true. Mm-hmm. What is it Mark Twain said? I go to heaven for the scenery and hell for the company. I think he said that. Look it up. Sounds good to me. It sounds good, but no, I, I yeah, I think there. I, I want to say that Mark Twain's a blowhard. Sorry, <laughs> he he never, he's always talking shit coming from you. Which <laughs> what is the name of your autobiography? Want to be? Oh, you want it to be going away from the light? No, I can't oh. remember. No, what you was once it? Told me your autobiography should be called Wrong Bitch, Wrong, Wrong Bitch, Wrong Bitch, Wrong Bitch. Wrong <laughs> uh, You're just Wrong Bitch, uh, Julie. Though, like that's. That's great. That 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 is. I'm gl- I'm a very spiritual person too. I'm not religious, but um, uh, yeah. So I, I'm I'm actually teasing. I'm not making fun of you for not having. I do think that I, I I do worry a little bit for people that haven't been in sexual relationships with more because I I just think that there's a I don't know. It's uh, hard to um. It's hard to just experience things i don't know you, you, you hopefully you just get the right person and that goes well I, well and also these are things i mean just from where i was i was raised not to have sex before i was married and that's went that's been i was that's been I going was like, that's was, went very well as I, you can I, see yeah i was also was raised not to give a wristy to a guy named benjamin in the locker room and that didn't mm-hmm. happen either a wristy is that new <laughs> that's from paul gordon episode four a wristy he calls him he's like oh wristy he's like something like wristy like the school in <laughs> on School of Design. That's you're what I thought you said. You're pretentious. <laughs> Jesus. But I have a shirt that says RISD that I found on the floor of a trick's room. <laughs> wow. I know. Truth talking's coming out it now. It is. I'm truth telling. You are truth telling. So, yeah, I just, um, I, I don't know. So I say try the church poodle says. No, I say there's always ChristianMingle.com. 
yeah, have you tried that? There's always that guy on that commercial is really annoying as shit, but I'm sure you could yeah. find a lot of great. Here's the thing, also, honey. Though um, that sounds really, really um, uh, uh, misogynistic. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say. Here's the thing, honey. Okay. I would say that to a guy too. You would, um, uh, Julie. Is that be beware of some men who are devout Christians because sometimes they just want to, let's say, they want a woman who can they can make a wife really quickly of. And just know that that's out there. Yeah. And um, you seem like a free-thinking gal. And just going to make sure that that there are people that – I mean we're not stereotyping here. I, I, I just bet there are people that – ooh, the dog doesn't want to come on the – there are people though that – She's such a bitch. The dog is – not you, Julie, my dog. She doesn't, she goes No, up, Julie, you're not a bitch, I promise. My dog goes up to him and then looks at him and then doesn't jump on the couch. And now she's walking away. Ooh, she served you. Fine. So rotten hell. Not you, Julie. Not Again, you, the dog. Not you, Julie. So I hope that we. Good luck, Julie. <laughs> I think I do think that like Julie ChristianMingle dot com. And I, I don't know. I think Jesus will still love you if you give it up just once or twice. I think a, I think that's a terrible thing to say, and let her. Isn't it funny that I'm I'm the one advocating but this? No, I'm not. Sorry. It's not about sex. It's about when you're with somebody. I lost my virginity to a person that I loved, and it's it. You're gonna vomit it in your mouth from this. But when you're with someone you love, and you have, it's like a deeper. Form I think of love. that's completely valid. I'm I not would, vomiting my for mouth. For me, it would be hard to. What if I was with them, and then we had sex, and it wasn't. It, that's it but that's that's not, not that's not your concern though. That's not your concern. Your, her concern is saying she wants to do that. You should not be worried about her sex life. You should let her think about um, her own feelings about that. Don't I guess, try to change I just, that. I believe that sex is never just sex. Sex is always about love. So no matter. <laughs> I totally agree. It's always about love or connection. Whether right, I, I do. I think it's a th- people. I'll say, ask the black guys leaving. You know what? This place we connected. <laughs> thank you, Darnell, and I connected. God. Fine. I'll take a survey when they leave at three a.m. Um, let's say twelve thirty. You don't know my life. All right. <laughs> let's let's move on, shall we? We've done this. Sorry, lot. Julie. Sorry, Julie. So we're uh, thank you all for your questions. Submit more. They um, were good. These are good. They were good. Uh, we've talked a lot, so we won't do too much. But uh, celebrities shit the bed. Okay. What would you like? Always ask. What would you like to you talk know, about? I think there's a lot of things right now in the news we could talk about. Um, uh, I think we should say something about the elephant in the room. Of oh, Bill Cosby. You're literally saying that because I have a painting, <laughs> a huge painting of Bill Cosby that Brady Matthews, I don't remember what episode he's on, really hot. hot. He is so hot. hot. Oh, oh, my God. Um, oh, anyway, anyway get artist, back, getting back. And about four months ago, he literally brought, painted me my first piece of art I ever purchased. And it's this huge fucking portrait, like pop portrait of Bill Cosby. Um, but no, I, I, I just want to say that um, I think the most important thing that people can do about this, and then I want to move on to something else, something a little bit lighter, is to, to everyone – I think everyone's afraid to talk about it. I think we need to all say these allegations have been, has been leveled at him, and you know it seems like there are more and more, and if everyone would just talk about it and get feelings out there, there's going to be hurt feelings on both sides. But I think everyone is kind of afraid because Bill Cosby was so untouchable for so long. And I, I think the is worst he, thing is, we can do is Heathcliff Huxtable. He is. 
He still is. And I think the worst thing we can do is to be afraid to talk to our friends about it and because that only makes – and this whole thing with, with – it's the same issue. These women were afraid to talk and he's not for how pro- long. He's not proven guilty. No, no. I mean, it is very damning. But, but will we, t- we still need to talk about these facts that how many women have brought this a- a- across? Like 15, 15 now. I think. So unless – I mean, do we count James I, Dickinson? I, I won't even go there. Well, even that. But I won't even go there. But I think we, we all need to talk about this because this is the same issue with women. Women um, who have been sexually assaulted, the reason why it lingers so long for them and it's so hard is because they can't talk about it. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing. We're, we're enabling that because yeah. we don't want to ruin our image of Bill Cosby. Agreed. Talk, let's talk about it. Yeah, I, and I, I – you know, I think too this is um, – I mean, I think it's terrible, and do I wish it was not – if it is true, do I wish it's not true? I do. I wish it's not true because I love Bill Cosby, but right. also because I wish women weren't getting raped um, and assaulted. And that, it's big of you. Yeah. Well, there's one thing that I do, you know, for all of its fallacies. There's one thing that's beautiful about social media now. Yeah. And that because if there, we had Facebook and the internet 20 years ago, this probably would have come to light then. Probably. And it really does show that – People really do have so much power in pushing things under the mm-hmm. rug. So, I'd like to talk about something on a lighter side, though. Sure. I saw today that we all know, and if you've read about it, but I'm not saying we all know. Those who follow things like Martha Stewart and Gwyneth Paltrow um, knew about a while back. Gwyneth Paltrow said something about uh, this is how Martha Stewart does it. Martha Stewart says she really should stop trying to do that. She should stick to acting. Oh, Martha you know, Stewart uh-huh. did say yeah. that. And so Gwyneth Paltrow said, I'm just happy Martha Stewart's talking about me. So then <laughs> – this is delicious. So then in, in, um, in one of Martha Stewart's articles, uh, she was putting things together and it, like sides and desserts and things like that. And it was called Conscious Coupling. In, and if you remember what that sounds yeah. like, the press release – of course, they issued a press release – um, for Gwyneth Paltrow divorcing Chris Martin was called a conscious uncoupling. Wow. <laughs> so you, this is some catty shit, and it is hysterical. So the, uh, it came out the other day. Gwyneth Paltrow has her Goop newsletter. Gwyneth Paltrow has had a thing, had a cake that looked like this, and it was called a jailbird cake <laughs> with bars on the side. And it looked like Martha Stewart. No. It, Yes, it looked like a picture of Martha Stewart. <laughs> a fucking jail, you idiot. I didn't know. Sorry, listeners. You, you ne- he, that needed to happen. You didn't describe it well. It's called a Oh, God. It looked like a – I said it looked like a jail with bars. Sorry. Anyway. Sorry. It's called a jail board – jail. I'm, this is gone. I've, it's ruined. You've ruined it for me. It's called a jailbird cake and it had bars on the side. And that's all she said. So, so obviously it was for Martha Stewart. And I – I can't wait to see the next step in this, personally. So, it's, fight on, girls. It seems a little needless to me. You love it. No, I, it's just, whatever. It's silly. It's but, needless, huh? But Gwyneth Paltrow is pretty gross sometimes. I can't handle it. I, I've, we always have Shakespeare in love with Joseph Fiennes. He was hot. True. But I, I loved I, – even more when Martha Stewart went to, jail, went to jail, now when I see her on things making fun of herself, I love that. I know I like Gwyneth Paltrow. I, I don't think could actually make fun of herself. I think that's beyond her scope. I don't think. What happened to Joseph Fiennes? He was so handsome. He was in American Horror Story season two. You I missed know. it. I know I did miss it. 
All right. Well, we're on to chatty Maddie questions. So, no, like it hasn't been chatty already. I can't believe we're back on time. How the hell did that happen? Maybe um, we spent less time on the ta- on the questions. Well, we, we talked a lot about celebrity stuff earlier. Um, all right. Chatty Maddie question number one. What is your most memorable childhood smell? This is for me? Yes. What, oh. what the fuck do you think I'm at? I'm asking the dog. <laughs> Sophie, what are you like? God damn it, you're stupid sometimes. Jesus. Are you here? Are you present? Are you still in a coma? Oh, my, my most familiar? What's the question? Jesus. Sorry. What most is your memorable? Most memorable child memorable. smell? Memorable. Um, I remember the smell of the first house that I lived in. Ooh, that's a good one. It's I can, um, it was very old, made of hickory wood, um, hickory, dark wood, very kind of like, uh, musky wood. That's country. Um, it was, it was, it was a beautiful house though. I, I still have have dreams about living in this house Mm. and, um, very old, very, um, dark dark wood and um i still remember playing and and that anytime i go into an antique store sometimes and you'll smell old old wood mm-hmm. it'll take me back to my house and that's very a, a very memorable scent to me your mother probably would get teary if she heard she that. probably would you know what she fucking would she would she really would she would mm-hmm. my mom cries at anything she does i love her okay uh, chatting me a question number two: Alcoholic drink you can't drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> I think we know what Lindsay's was, and mine is the same. <laughs> Mint juleps. I'm sorry, you have to get over that. You're southern. Um, I can't even. There's something about taking mint and 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 lime together. I can't even. I smell it and it bothers me. We had a mint julep party and I have to say Tennessee Williams. A Tennessee Williams party and it was very funny because Lindsay and Jake were the most excited about this. We were. They both just wanted to wear white and I showed, this is gay, but I showed uh, Straight Current Desire and Suddenly Last Summer in the background and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. It was really gay. It was gay. gay. And um, anyway, you both took those mint juleps (sighs) down. Which is so much sugar in that. It's it, just it, bad. Sugar and alcohol. I mean, alcohol is already I, I sugar. I don't drink rum anymore either. That's one of the reasons. I pretty much don't. I, I'm staying away from most liquor these days. I'll drink beer and wine. It's just it's probably better for you. It's not you. good for me. Well, um, you, you were, I know Lindsay was throwing. Were you throwing them too? Yeah. Boy. It was, a, it was like almost a two-day hangover. It was bad. Wow. It was real bad. Ooh, that's a rough one. Not as bad as when you were face down in our yard. That was a mint. Ju- Apparently, we all have history with drinks with mint. Yeah, that was a, it was mo- a mojito. Mojito, as I'm, I call it. I don't it. think the tea is aspirated, but go ahead. <laughs> a mojito part. I did end up face down in the grass. That's also the time we tried. To, we we burned the garbage, but I won't. We won't I was trying that. to clean up. We bar- like, a, like a mentally challenged person. <laughs> we we were barbecuing, and I decided to pour. We were done barbecuing, so I poured. <laughs> The you set the garbage on fire. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was the st- one of the stupidest things you've ever seen someone do, <laughs> except for jump on my couch and, and break it. That happened once. I'm glad you just called me fat on my show. I did not call you fat. You I might just, as well. You, you leapt well. in the air like a hippo in Fantasia. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, you could have said an ostrich. Thank you, you whore. They're fat too, though. <sighs> anyway, sorry. You bitch. When are you most whore. inspired? <laughs> Chatty Maddie number three. Um, when I see, um, children playing, (laughs) 
No, that was a never. Joke. Ugh. You, yeah, yeah, you have no. Um, when I see something like a really good piece of theater that makes me think, um, or art when I go to a museum, that's or in fact something that's not my medium often like art. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go I'll, I'll back that up. Um, something that's not my medium like art or dance. Um, I get inspired by things that aren't something that I'm able to do very easily. Um, is it because you're able to see it as an audience? I think of a so. Critic? I think so because I'm I'm so involved in music and theater, and uh, a lot of times I I'm picking part and or trying to figure out what's what's happening here. But I think too um, I'm inspired by it because I don't know a lot about it, and I'm I'm uh, I'm inspired to learn more, or it makes me feel a certain way. Um, this sounds cheesy but so you think you can dance inspires me oh my god and the the art are the artistry of what happens yeah, I, don't, I cry you guys, quite I often get every, <laughs> i know when that show's on because i just get yelling texts from him saying i'm sobbing this it's, is beautiful it's, it's it's pretty amazing do you like um, the way they're redoing the show too for i haven't season. read it i've been i've been trying to they're putting their they're putting trained dancers against street dancers mm, that may bring in ratings i don't think i'll love it Personally. Yeah, a lot of people are upset about it. Yeah, I'll need to read like more Pierce. about it. I'm going to wait to judge until I read more about it. <laughs> Boy, said she never. Said she never. Said she never. All right, chatting had a question number four. Where's the weirdest place you've had sex? I guess I don't get celebrity <laughs> you don't, crush. You don't get celebrity <laughs> crush because. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew you when you were 25. Oh, you know? Okay. I don't know if it's weird. Um, where's the weirdest place I've had sex? Um, the top floor of a bookstore. Jesus. After hours. Was this the one you worked at? Yeah. I Boy, know. you just picked up some trick in WeHo and just. Said, and the next day, we forgot to clean up some of the stuff, so we were asked not to go up there again. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. It was West Hollywood. You had a you. Had, it's the frontier out there. <laughs> You gotta discover new land. You should write Stake, a, plant your plant your flag. You could write a memoir Literally. about that gay bookstore. I could. You could. Remember when it was all your, the days of my life. <laughs> remember when it was your thirtieth birthday and I had someone oh. come it was <laughs> Richard Slemons. There was this guy who was like dressed as That's Richard as mortified as I've ever been. I think. <laughs> it was amazing. I've been on video. He was dressed as Richard Simmons, but he called himself Richard Slemons. And for some reason He had vocal polyps. And, and he did. And, I think he had vocal polyps. And he, I told him your name was Jake, but he the whole time Jakey. was like, like Where's Jakey? It really was that. Give me a kiss. My boss stared at me, and everyone in everyone in the theater. There was actually a guy I was quasi had a crush on in the bookstore, one of the one of the, the regulars, and he saw it all. Yeah, that didn't last. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was a. It was. It was a. I'm not easily embarrassed. I'm rarely embarrassed. That was mortifying because it was just stupid. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid Some and pointless. Don't make sense. Not everything has to was, make sense. I don't think it'd make sense. It was just gross. He was like in tiny, tiny clothing and yelling for no reason. He was making a spectacle for your birthday. It well, you. it was a spectacle. All right, horrible. All right, you might vomit at this question, but or maybe not. Maybe Jake, Jake two point um, What makes your heart happy? That's not what vomited that question. I think it's a good question. Um. What makes my heart? You know what makes my heart happy? When a student, um, uh, we're, we'll be going through something, and uh, they hit a note that 
that previously has been difficult for them. And they, I can see them really feel good about what they just did instead of judging it or evaluating it. And I can see that the, the initial impulse just to have joy in singing instead of having to listen and judge their sound as a lot of we're brought up with folks who study voice, we're always editing and judging instead of just enjoying what we just did. Mm. And I think that's it. I think I love that. And, and watching them progress. And, that's a and metaphor for them. life. It is. We're always editing Don't and judging. Edit. Just be in it. Be in it. Well, that's it. That's the show. So tell everybody, you well, know. that was painless. Are you on, are you twatting? Are you tweeting? Are you, how can people oh, find God. you or, or experience Don't Jake? look for me. I've <laughs> <laughs> got enough to do. Don't look for me. You'll you'll hear from me when I want you to hear from me. I'm on Facebook, Jake Anthony. You'll hear from me when I want you to hear from me. Jake, follow me on Twitter at Jake It or Fake It. Oh, that's a good one. Jake It or Fake It. Well, and um, I'm sure it's going to be a while, but we'll let people know because you have a show coming up. But we'll do I have three or four shows coming up in Los Angeles. Ugh, don't come to any of them. But. Actually, no. Actually, the end of the woods. I'm conducting in the woods uh, coming up. Oh, we had a really great end of the woods thing, but we'll have to save that for a later time. Oh, that's another yeah, show. That's a whole other show. Let's be honest. You'll be back. So I think I will. I think you will. Um, but and Cabergay, I'll let people know whenever that's 2015. Up. 2015. We don't know the dates yet. We, it's basically whenever we can wear Rachel and Lindsay and Allie down for them to do it. Yes, <laughs> and find a place. Maybe May Day. I wish we could. It's do a it. gay day. It is. It is. It's Ricky May Dar- Day. A gay it's, day. It's Ricky da, Darting's da, da, birthday. Da, da, da. Jesus. <laughs> Ricky Darting. Oh, she was gay. May. It's May. The wondrous month of May. Know, nobody. Nobody knows that. No, like nobody. Well, you're Philistines. Um, Sorry. What? Uh, uh, I wish we could do Cabaret in our house. I wish we had a big house to do it again. I know. I enjoyed that. Whatever we can do it too. Well, but coming to a theater near you. Coming to a theater or a gay bar near, near you. you. Um. Oh, and hey, I just yesterday South Carolina. I know we now. I I'm still shocked. We I thought I would never see it, but we now have gay marriage in South Carolina. Ooh. And so. I encourage everyone, instead of plugging an event I'm doing, in South Carolina, anybody's listening, go get gay married and piss off your next door neighbor. Yeah. Go marry that horse like they're all I know. afraid of. Go marry do that. that dog. Marry that dog. Or and your brother. Or because your that's bro- what they think is going to happen. <coughs> Just show them. I know. Show them. And you know, know what? And they have a problem with it. Say, you know what? I don't fucking care because it's the fucking law, bitch. Ooh. Would you? I would get married now in Oklahoma. As a point to make, um, I don't and know if I, I, I don't know if I want my there. wedding to be a point, but um, <laughs> no, I actually would do. It. I thought about. It. I would love to have my family and friends there that wouldn't be able to come. You to can California. fly them out. I'm getting married out here, where it's pretty. <laughs> Ooh, you just said you're going to get married one day. You have well, been entertaining more. Got to find someone who's worth a couple billion, <laughs> and then we'll talk. Well, on that joyous, hopeful note, uh, thank you everybody. Got to know what's important in life. It's true. Thank you everybody for listening today. Thanks everybody. You were good. Go to the website talktomattmar.com for more information. Get the show notes. Um, you can also I'll put up a clip. I think I have a YouTube link of Cabergay just so you can see it. Oh um, Jesus. Oh Jesus. Better be a good one for me. <laughs> I'll do the opener. Good idea. Um, that we did a couple years ago. Um, please send questions. So I say it every like every week. I just get questions, just writing them to the gun. I would love to one week have twenty questions that I can just choose from. So send some questions, y'all. And um, hey, yeah. dog. 
Follow you on Twitter. Uh, it, all that information is on the website of Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Find me. And um, that's it. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Be thankful or don't be thankful. Still Thanksgiving song. It's turkey lurkey time. Some turkey's gonna make it back again. Remember, do you ever saw that when my people no. do that? It was insane. Carol Carol from a chant went, Let it take off bells in high seas. Oh, yeah. Take it was. It was good. <laughs> All right, everybody. Do something for somebody Bye. this week. We'll see you. Bye. Well, that was the show, Sugars. And as you can tell, Jake Anthony and I, we do get we do get along and we do not get along. But it's all for your viewing or listening pleasure. So next week, we'll be back with a brand new episode. Thank you for listening to this throwback. Let me know if you even enjoyed the throwback. I've never done this before. A lot of podcasters do. Go to DearMattyShow.com and let me know or the Facebook page at The Matt Marr or all the social media stuff. Leave a review if you love this show. I really, really, really appreciate it. And if you want more Jake and I, go on, like I said, Wednesday night, September 7th at 6.30 p.m. We'll be bitch-chatting live, and we'll be there Wednesday night and Thursday night. I hope you come watch. I hope it's only not Susan Van Heusen that's watching this show. So it might only be one person. Oh, well, such is my life. All right. Thanks again, you guys, for always just kind of going with the flow with me doing all my crazy stuff. I love you. Have a good week. Bye.